right or right let this room fill up got some stuff to talk about on his live I'm drinking my uh my hot cocoa is that time of the year sir yes sir hopefully we get a nice um a nice little gathering in his live we'll put up a little notice on the gram i don't really have a lot of reach on the gram though gram is kind of funny twitter's funny twitter's probably probably like my least favorite uh platform about to get off twitter all right i mean <clears throat> nobody's in the room yet so i'm just gonna kind of rant on some topics uh, as you can see on the screen we got hamzat versus hermanson in that wrestling match uh raging out i i retires bummer <clears throat> but I guess it's good for him. He's got um a successful thing going on with um real estate. So, you know, it's like why take punches to the head when you could uh <laughs> sell some condos and uh and make more money than the UFC, you know what I mean? Allegedly, allegedly. We got Masvidal and McGregor beefing online. Like uh <laughs> like two high schoolers. <clears throat> Super funny stuff. But, um, all right, before anybody gets in a room, I guess I'm going to, I want to talk about Hamzat versus Jack Hermanson. <clears throat> so something was brought to my attention. Um, it was either today or yesterday, but I was commenting on the wrestling match. Um, I thought it was pretty cool. I, I mean, uh, an MMA match would obviously be better, but any competition like that, it's pretty, pretty awesome. Um, I love wrestling. Um, I had like a short little wrestling stint in high school, so I do have some experience with wrestling. Um, love the sport. One of the most difficult sports uh, <laughs> to compete in, period, and to train for, um, you know, and I'm comparing that with like mixed martial arts training, which I've trained for a very long time. I uh, actually trained for two fights, <clears throat> so I have experience with that. Fight camps, quote, are like brutal. Um, shark tanks, uh, crazy cardio and conditioning. Uh, I'm not even going to go down the whole, the whole list of things, you know, the sledgehammer on the tire, uh, you know, round robin wrestling, same thing with submissions, sparring, <clears throat> a fresh guy coming in like every minute, uh, just, just, in, just insanity. Like, you know, any reputable real MMA gym is going to put you through hell. You know, as far as far as cardio and conditioning, I mean, I've seen guys quit and not come back just based off of the cardio and conditioning. <clears throat> so when I talk about wrestling and it being like arguably tougher conditioning than MMA, like it's it, it's crazy. Like to to be a wrestler is you got to be tough. Like you definitely have to be tough. Um, you know, now imagine like those elite wrestlers. You know, at the highest level, like Olympic caliber. NCAA Division One. It's a very, very tough sport. <clears throat> That's why it breeds like tough fighters, you know, like the guys that come in from wrestling backgrounds. Um they're 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 tough bastards, man, in MMA. It's a common trait. But anyway, um I don't even know what I where I was going with this, but <clears throat> it was brought to my attention uh yesterday, I believe. Before the match with Hamzat and uh, Jack Hermanson, at that Jack Her Hermanson actually has a a pretty solid wrestling background, and I had no idea. 
Oh, we got somebody in the room. What's uh, Big Rocker Johnson? What's up, brother? One of the regulars of the Slam fan. What's up, my guy? How's your How's your day been? Uh, what What's the time over there where you're at? Is it daytime? Is it Is it um <clears throat> Is it nighttime? <clears throat> Did I watch the Andrade Andrade fight? No, man, I didn't see it. Andrade, right? He looks good. I didn't check it out, bro. Um, I'm just here rambling about uh, Hamzat Chimaev and uh, Jack Hermanson, man. Um, I'm ranting to myself be- before anybody came into the room how I was informed that <clears throat> Jack Hermanson has a deep wrestling background, bro, and I had no idea. I thought I thought Hamzat Chimaev was going to crush him like out the gate, and somebody kind of schooled me a little bit. They're like, um, <clears throat> they're like, nah, man, Jack Hermanson can wrestle. I'm like, oh, that's cool. Like, I like Jack Hermanson. I still thought Hamzat was going to dominate and um, pr- pretty much what happened, you know, I think he, um, I forgot what the score was, but I saw highlights of the wrestling match and um, H- Hamzat, he dominated. I mean, it was, it was, you know, Hermanson did his thing. It was somewhat competitive, but Hamzat's just like on another level, man, with that wrestling. But <clears throat> Big Rocker says, I'm in Detroit 1130. Bro, how is Detroit, man? How is Detroit? What is it like there overall? Um, you know, of course, there's like good and bad areas, you know, like everywhere. We got Harvey Dent in the room. What's up, Harvey? Hold on one sec. Let me, um, before you guys got into the room, I was talking about how I'm drinking hot chocolate right now. <laughs> organic, organic. It's that time of the year. So, you know, I'm actually like a freaking huge coffee addict. <clears throat> I used to drink like five freaking, um, <clears throat> five espressos a day it was it was crazy man i know i wasn't healthy and um <clears throat> i'm seeing guys out there getting heart attacks man it's 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 crazy uh one of my uncles got a heart attack a couple of years ago one of my uh my beloved uncles you know i grew up with him love him a lot that was pretty scary but he survived he got the widowmaker one it was like a serious blockage that i think like 85 percent of people die from <clears throat> and I happened to be near him when he when he had the heart attack, <clears throat> and he's like super stubborn, and he was gonna sleep it off and stuff like that. I'm like, nope, uh, drag this butt to the to the ER. I'm like zooming, I'm running through red lights and everything, and um, I'm thinking like one of my uncles is gonna die like right next to me in the passenger seat. Uh, thank God I you know we made it to the hospital. They did what they had to do. They put a stint and stuff like that, but. <clears throat> Anyway, I'm not going to go on a whole rant. Um, he's on medication now. He's doing, he's doing, you know, better. And, um, you know, just in general out there, you had uh, Sean Roden, the Mr. Olympia, died of a heart attack. 46 years old. He's not like that much older than me. It's kind of crazy. And then the YouTube bodybuilder, Callie Muscle, <clears throat> just got a heart attack as well. <clears throat> I like him a lot. That sucked. Uh, I'm going to get to the comments right now, right now, guys. Astro's in the room. What's up, Astro? So yeah, guys, um, I'm just ranting right now. As far as like the diet and stuff like that, I'm trying to do better. When I was like actually training MMA and stuff like that, um, you know, I I was like really heavy into cardio, but admittedly, I kind of just like do free weights now and calisthenics. I don't even train like that anymore. And, um, you know, you got to take care of yourself. You have to be mindful of like diet and you got to do something for, for cardio and conditioning. So I'm trying 
I'm trying to live, guys. But remember, we got a deal. If I die, my girlfriend has the information to uh, contact everybody on the channel. <laughs> you guys, you guys promised me we're gonna get the channel to a million, a million view um, subs upon my demise, and I'll live on through videos. <clears throat> All right, comments, comments. Big Rocker says, "Why didn't they make Hamza versus Burns for UFC 269?" I don't know, bro. I have no idea. Um, when are these guys supposed to fight again? Is it like December that Hamza and um, Burns are supposed to throw down? I don't even think they made it like official yet. But I love that fight. I love it. <clears throat> it's um, Gilbert Burns gets to steal some shine from like a dude that has a lot of hype and is and looks like a killer if he beats him. And then Hamza, if he beats Gilbert Burns, man, he beats like a legit freaking contender that's that's fought for the belt. I mean, I don't know how much more legit you can make yourself if you beat a contender like that. So <clears throat> it's a it's a great fight. It's even a great style matchup, you know. <clears throat> we got a uh, oh my god, sorry guys, I didn't mean to cough into the mic like that. Uh, G Man's world, what's up, G Man? Cayman's in the room. We got the regulars. What's up? What's up, guys? So glad you guys able to join. Uh, Harvey says I didn't get the notification. Uh, WTF YouTube? Yeah, dude. I don't know, man. Um, I'll give you the YouTube the benefit of the doubt and just say like, um, you know, some kind of glitch or something like that. Uh, so I don't know, man. I don't know what's up with that. That sucks. That notifications are not going through. <clears throat> Harvey says the submissions were allowed. Jack would have done much better. His wrestling is good. His jujitsu, that's great. He struggles to get guys to the ground. <clears throat> yeah, I, I have noticed that definitely in his um, mixed martial arts career. Uh, Jack is phenomenal on the ground as far as like BJJ and submissions. And, and I don't even think he's technically a black belt. I think he's a purple belt, you know, but he's, don't quote me on this. I think he's a purple belt. And it's one of those cases where like, you know, black belt level, but, you know, um, not a black belt belt <laughs> ranking. And it's it's a common thing. Like, I, I wouldn't even know what ranking I am. Um, I know I rode with some pretty, you know, pretty talented guys and held my own, you know, like uh, com like instructors, actually. I'm not trying to brag or anything like that. But, um, you know, I rode for quite a bit, you know, rolling with the, with a freaking jujitsu instructor. And not getting tapped off for 10 minutes. I was on defense the whole time. But, you know, I, I wouldn't even know what my ranking is. But <clears throat> it's definitely a thing where, like, a guy could be black belt level. And, God, I'm not saying I'm black belt level. <laughs> Let me just clarify that. But um, you could be black belt level and I have, you know, an accredited belt from a BJJ, you know, <clears throat> gym. So, uh, yeah, I think Hermanson's black belt level. Uh, Hamzat's technically a blue belt. John Jones is a blue belt. And you can't tell me that John Jones is not black belt level on the ground. You know, he is. <clears throat> but, yeah, if it was submissions and Hamzat could, like, threaten with, like, leg locks because he got really tricky, nasty leg locks and uh, just solid submissions in general, it, it would have been a lot better. It would have been uh, way more interesting. I say that. <clears throat> Astro, what's up? What's up? Cayman says, honestly, Hermanson didn't do too bad for a submission grappler. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't. Um, I got to look up Hermanson's uh, wrestling background because somebody was schooling me. They were saying that he's actually a pretty solid wrestler. 
So I don't know what country is um Jack Hermanson from again. I forgot. Is he like um you know like a champ in his country or something or some kind of deep background? <clears throat> Harvey says also Hamza absolutely struggled to take down Jack in the second round. Mm. Freaking um. <clears throat> Well, Jack, I mean, they were saying how big Hamza looked. I mean, he did look big. If I'm not mistaken, he was taller. Uh, the 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 wrestling match was like at 187, 187 pounds. Hamza's a big mofo for 170, man. He, you know, with his height and his frame, he could probably freaking fight at 205, you know, light heavyweight. <clears throat> he got to fill out a little more, though, but I could see it. But from what I saw, it kind of looked like Hermanson was still bigger than him. You know, like thickness and stuff like that. Cayman uh, says, I'm into powerlifting and MMA. I don't care about bodybuilding. Also, don't die, bro. I try not to, man. I try not to. Uh, you know, I'm getting older. I'm still a young man in many respects. I mean, I'm not going to say that and be dramatic. But, you know, I'm definitely, um, you know, getting older <laughs> every year. And... um it's something, you know, when you think about it, you, you kind of, you know, you reflect. I mean, you don't, you, tomorrow's not promised for anybody, not even for like a 19-year-old, you know what I mean? So, but if something happens to me, you guys, I'm sure we'll find out. Somebody, you know, somebody that has access to my stuff would post something. So, but I, I plan to stick around for a while, hopefully, knock on wood. All right, let's see, let's see. Big Rocker says, which card, if it happened, would you rather have UFC Brazil with Glover versus Jiri, Nunes versus Tate, and Charles versus Benil, <clears throat> or UFC Mexico with Moreno versus Cejudo, the Bullet versus Grasso, and Ortega versus Yarir? Yarir? <laughs> I call him Yarir. <clears throat> um, let me see. Damn, those are, I mean, those are pretty good. Uh, initially, when I'm looking at that list of fights in the area, uh, I don't know. I think Glover's standing out to me. Glover, Jiri, Nunes, Tate, and Charles versus Benio. I think that's looking pretty damn good if that happened in Brazil. That would be sick. <clears throat> Harvey says, yeah, I loved watching Coke Jones, Coke Jones grapple. <laughs> Harvey then says Norway. That's right. Jack Hermanson is from Norway. And Cayman says Hermanson was Greco-Roman. Yes, yes. <coughs> See, I knew that. I totally forgot about that. Even when I when I did some breakdowns with Jack Hermanson when I was doing research on him and stuff like that, um, I did know that he had a Greco-Roman background, which is upper body locks and throws. And when I was watching the wrestling match with Hamzat and him, I noticed uh, Hermanson was doing really well as far as like positioning, um, tying up Hamzat up like in the clinch, like upper body control. And it's kind of not a shocker, you know what I mean? With that Greco-Roman background, that's the same thing as Randy Couture. That's why Randy Randy has so so much success um, hurting guys against the cage and then getting that upper body lock. Because how you control somebody, I mean, like just in general, I just learned a little bit of everything when I was in a gym, but I'm sure this is a Greco-Roman technique. But, you know, when you get underhooks on somebody, you can get a grip like either low, like on their like um, lower back area, or you could grip them up high 
<clears throat> and actually like raise their arms up. And I know you, you you've guys seen <clears throat> you guys have seen UFC guys do that where they have a guy against the cage and they hike their arms up. They have almost like a bear hug around them <clears throat> and they have like a gable grip and they'll squeeze them and they'll like hike their arms up. And it's like you control somebody that way. So um Randy would do that. Um he has so much success with like utilizing what you know, his background is like, he was a smart fighter. Randy had great fight IQ, you know, once again, clinch positions, dirty boxing, that's his world. Like, you know, Greco Roman, the upper body. So <clears throat> damn freaking asthma. I'm really trying not to cough in the mic guys. I got this little clicker here. I can, I can cut the mic off. All right. Let's see. Let's see what else we got comments a little bit delayed guys so bear with me by the way um let me know how the mic's coming in i made a couple of adjustments i'm not using my super duper mic but for some reason the super duper one the audio technica i was getting like a weird feedback like a ringing sound and it was getting on my freaking nerves and i like to like have the content as best as possible whether it's videos or live so I'm using my other mic, which is pretty decent sounding mic, um, and I made some adjustments. So you really shouldn't hear any feedback, and it should sound pretty clean. So let me know how the mic's coming in, <clears throat> so I could tweak it. But Harvey says, um, Harvey says, oh, mic is great. Thank you, thank you, bro. Awesome, good to know. Thanks, Harvey. Harvey says, uh, who would you have in Izzy versus Glover? I think Glover would take Izzy down early in round one. Land some ground and pound, and Izzy gives his backup for a sub loss instead of a TKO. I'm going to answer that one sec. Give my honest uh, take on that, Harvey. Let me just take a sip of this uh, hot chocolate real quick. All right, all right. To answer the question, I think Glover Teixeira could definitely um, beat Israel Adesanya. Jan Blahovic kind of laid out the blueprint to beat Adesanya. And it's like if Blahovic could do it, you best believe that Glover could do it. <clears throat> now, granted, they're both both different fighters. Um, Jan kind of has like a different striking style. His is his is a little bit more kickboxer, Muay Thai based, <clears throat> and Glover Teixeira is a more boxing based style. So, you know, for Adesanya, I actually think standing wise, I think Glover is an easier matchup for Izzy. Of course, this is just my opinion. This is my opinion. Um, Glover's a, pre he's predominantly a boxer. He's heavy handed. He's very dangerous, but I think he's, he offers a little bit less on the feet than Jan, right? Cause Jan got those brutal kicks. <clears throat> so I think on the feet, Izzy's going to have the edge. Um, but the thing is with Glover, he's so durable. And if he like bullies you against the cage, he's going to take you down. You know, he's got, he's, he's got like, um, yeah, it's like a, it's like a form of chain wrestling. Like once he gets a hold of you, gets a body lock on you, he just kind of like drags you down to the mat. He like works on you. He puts his weight on you. He scoops a leg, you know, scoops a leg up, rips it out from under you. He'll, he'll get you to the mat eventually. And, uh, I feel like once Glover gets out of signing down, like Izzy's not getting up. Like I, I just do not see him getting up. Um, possible finish by Glover. He's just going to pound the hell out of him, beat on him so that, like he gives up his back. And uh, yeah, I mean, you know, if, if if it hits the mat and it comes to grappling, like Glover's going to dominate. Um, if it stays standing, I think Izzy's going to get him. So 
I mean, for me, it's like a 50-50 fight. I think it'll be competitive, like, let's say, you know, 205 would be pretty competitive. Um, if you had a gun to my head and I had to pick a winner at the at the heavier weight class, I'm probably going to go, I'm going to lean towards Glover. As Maybe that sounds crazy to guys, to you guys, but 55-45 Glover at, at light heavyweight. What do you guys think? What do you guys think? <clears throat> Oh, and going back to what Harvey said, um, is he giving up his back for a sub? Yeah, guys do that. Guys definitely do that. There's like this stigma, like if you uh, tap out to strikes or get stopped from strikes is worse than um, getting tapped out to a sub. Like you kind of save face. I kind of get the logic. It's a real thing. P- possibly, possibly. Demons Wall says uh, Jack was a white belt. Jack was a, Jack's a white belt in BJJ technically. Wow. I mean, I mean, belt wise, I mean, we know he's not a white belt. <clears throat> Big Rocker says Adrian Yanez uh, versus Davy Grant is about to be crazy. <clears throat> Man, MMA fans in the room. What's up, M- MMA fan? I'm going to get to your comment right now. One sec, bro. Um, Man, let me tell you guys about Mini Masvidal, a.k.a. Adrian Yanez. I try to reach out to him, but when you're a smaller channel and you don't have a lot of pull, it's so hard to talk to these guys, especially if they have management and dealing with management is a pain in the ass. Um, you know, I got some freaking, um, some funny stories with like these quote managers and some of these fighters and stuff like that. It's just a pain, but you know, um, little, little side note, the more quote clout you have (laughs) or pull, like if you have like a big channel, a lot of followers, you know, they view it beneficial to them to like talk on your channel. So you don't even have to like pay these guys. Like most of these interviews, like they're not paid, you know, uh, it's like a mutual beneficial thing, but for them to get onto smaller channels, they have to like really like the channel or the person <clears throat> you have to like sell yourself or be just flat out lucky, you know, or be persistent. Um, you know, talking to, uh, I tell you what, Chris Lieben was like to the point. He hopped on like right away. He was super cool. Um, Kung Lee was a little bit tricky, but I don't, you know, I don't mind. I mean, he got a big following and stuff like that. Um, he 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 communicated with me. There was no like in between person. Um, he was very busy. It took like a week to try to get the interview done. But Kung Lee was super cool. Uh, who else was to the point? Um, Kate Cope was kind of uh tricky but only because he's another busy guy that's all over the place but once he locked in he just hopped on with me super humble super awesome <coughs> anyway where the hell was i oh oh yeah let me just get to the main point with that side thing uh one of my dreams is to like grow the channel to a certain point um to talk to like you know a lot of different fighters out there you know i would love to interview tony ferguson like there's so many people that like I'm a huge fan of like I I genuinely like respect so much you know I'm so I'm so passionate about the sport and the fighters and um I don't want to be famous I don't want to be known <laughs> you know what I mean I don't care about having a lot of money I just want to do what I love and I love covering mixed martial arts and connecting with you guys um okay <clears throat> went on a tangent I'm sorry guys uh, let me see. Where was I? Oh, Adrian Yanez. <clears throat> I'll make this quick. Let me tell you guys about Mini Masvidal. Man, that dude's impressive. Like, 
They were talking about the best boxers in MMA and uh, Giannis, he's kind of like a greenhorn. So like he's not really like on the radar like that yet. But man, that dude got some sick boxing. He's got some sick boxing, man. I'm I'm a big fan of Adrian Giannis. Cayman says bench press. Oh, is bench press the most useless exercise for sports? I think squats and deads more important than bench press for wrestling, MMA, etc. Um, I mean, I, I personally see like a benefit in bench press. Um, I mean, you're going to get bigger. It doesn't, it isn't hard to have like a bigger upper body. Uh, bench press is one of the most like beneficial for like upper body development and growth. It hits so many things, bro. It hits like your pecs, your freaking, your delts. Uh, you, you even activate your lats. Um, what else? Uh, triceps, you know, secondary muscles use like your triceps. Um, and you think like if you're on your back and a guy got side control on you, you could just like, you know, um, it's going to assist you with like, uh, sweeping, pressing them off of you, you know, stuff like that. It's, it's useful, but as far as like deadlifts and, uh, squats, I think, I think, yeah, more useful for MMA for sure. Because like deadlifts, I mean, you want to talk about a a compound lift that activates pretty much everything. You could probably just do deadlifts and be jacked. Like it's going to hit your legs, your freaking traps. Um, Some of you guys that are like more serious lifters, you know, like, uh, you know, longtime lifters, professional. I know you guys are out there, maybe some of you guys on the channel, but, you know, um, you would know more, more than me. Uh, but deadlifts are one of the best freaking uh, compound lifts you could do for sure. I, I mean, if I could pick one, it'd probably be just like deadlifts, you know. <clears throat> MMA fan, how about Izzy versus uh, Kumrat? I think Izzy can be successful if he can stuff his takedowns, which I doubt Izzy would. He's a newcomer, right? Isn't he like more or less like a newcomer? <clears throat> Let me see. Uh, MMA fan Glover can beat him up by submission too. For sure, for sure. Going back to the um, Adesanya versus Glover. Kamen says Glover's too strong. Glover's a t- Man, that dude. He reminds me of like Bald uh, bald Bill. Uh, or Bald Bull from the Mike Tyson punch out. <laughs> <clears throat> what else we got here? Uh, MMA fan says, bro, don't give up. I have faith in you. I am sure your channel will grow even bigger. Just give it a few years and keep putting in the work. Thank you, bro. I mean, that means a lot. Um, I'm going to keep going on with the uh, the questions and comments and stuff because I know I'm long-winded, but I kind of touch on this in the community section. You know, um, the support from you guys and the positivity and the cool interactions, it makes it worth it to, to throw up content and and be active on, you know, the channel and social media and stuff like that. Because let me tell you guys, I don't know if you guys do, uh, somebody put the, the Tyron Woody lyrics falling in and out of love with you. That's hilarious. Um, I don't know if you guys have like channels and stuff like that or do different, you know, have like outlets like that, like a podcast. So, but anytime you're on social media, God, man, there's so much negativity. Like people would just kind of shit on you for no reason. Um, just like really negative, toxic people. And, um, I deal with it all the time. I mean, I mean, you guys don't see it because I try to keep the channel cleaned up and stuff like that. I'm like weirdos, but man, all the time, all the time. And they'll suck you into like arguments and being toxic if you let them. But when I get awesome comments from you guys and support, 
you know, it's in a, in a, I'm going to sound super corny, but like it's ex- in, inspiring. You know what I mean? Like if, you know, it kind of motivates me to, to do cool stuff. Cause you guys are kind of watching, you know, like I know you guys are kind of rooting for the channel to, to, you know, grow a little bit. And, uh, you know, it's really, really motivational. And I, I really appreciate it from the bottom of my heart. Seriously, seriously. It's humbling. It's really humbling. <clears throat> Goatman, um, my man, Jesus from America. I was at the Chairman of Hermanson event, man. Did you see that? Bro, you were there? What? That's freaking awesome. <clears throat> Let me see. Uh, sorry, I got lost there. The commentators were weird as hell. It was a huge casual hangout with overpriced canned sodas and hot dogs. What? Dude, let me ask you something, Goat. Um, what's up with all the people in the cage? It was like this, like uh, a soiree inside the freaking wrestling cage. <laughs> Hold on one sec, guys. I'm freaking dying over here. I got a hoodie on. <clears throat> uh, I'm going to scroll back up to the comments. The <laughs> victim Woolly. God, that's the funniest freaking handle. Um, Dave, you're a cool guy. I don't understand why. Um, why can people be rude to you? I don't know, man. I mean, I just think people are angry. I think I'm a pretty chill dude. Um, I think I'm I'm a pretty relaxed, chill, humble guy. You know what I mean? Um, I don't I don't BS you guys about anything. I just keep it real. I'm like just myself. I don't get out here and be like, oh, I'm, you know, I got like 20 amateur fights. And no, I don't. No, I don't. I train for two fights. I train mixed martial arts for a very long time. You know, uh, I can step in there and spar with people, no problem. Grapple, like I'm definitely not a noob, but I'm not some world beater. And I don't hype myself up. I'm just myself. You know, take me or leave me, and that's it. And I try to be like cool with everybody and respectful. So, um, I don't know, man, it's confusing. There's just some like angry people out there and people want to criticize and judge and just be douches. But, uh, you know, um, I just, I appreciate you guys. I mean, that's what I focus on. I don't worry about those, those jokers. And I even see some of you guys going at them, which is kind of funny. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I got some channel bodyguards. It's hilarious. Let me scroll back up because I missed some comments. Um, Harvey says, you think you could get uh, Stefan Bonner? Um, I could try, bro. I could try. I love Stefan Bonner. He's super awesome. Uh, you know, I feel bad for him, like, with everything he's going through. You know, he, he was going through, like, alcoholism and I don't know about drugs and stuff. Maybe. I'm not trying to dirty his name up, but, um, you know, maybe maybe some uh, not so great choices and stuff like that. And um, I thought Stefan Bono was really talented. He had a great ground game. He had so much potential. And um, he helped put, you know, the UFC on the map, of course, with that fight with uh, Forrest Griffin. And I, w- I would love to talk to Stefan Bonner. I'll, I'll try to reach out. I'll, I'll definitely try. I think it'll be a super cool interview. <clears throat> Goldman says, I love that Sweden. Do lots of MMA events. Lady MMA is illegal here in Norway. Uh, WCF, luckily I live next to the border. Oh, man, really? What's up with Norway, man? Norway has to get with the program. That's so silly. <clears throat> but that's super cool. Cool, like uh, Sweden's uh, getting on board. Uh, Goat says, dude, in my early 20s, I pumped uh hella weights and protein shakes ended up with huge upper body and john jones legs that look like a dweeb that's so funny man 
<clears throat> that's so funny. <clears throat> Man, legs are like the shittiest thing to train, aren't they? It freaking sucks because like your upper body could be sore, but if you kill your legs, you got to walk on them damn things for the rest of the week. It's brutal. <clears throat> Victim Willie says, Glover makes Izzy his girlfriend in the cage. You will grapple him to death. Yeah, bro. I mean, I agree. If he gets a hold of uh, Izzy, it's it's over. It's over. Uh, Ghost says, dude, I told you before I live in Norway, that shit was in Sweden. 30 minutes car drive. Damn, dude. That's nothing, man. 30 minutes is nothing. That's so worth it. <clears throat> oh my God. We got Connor's brittle legs in the room. <laughs> uh, Connor, Connor's brittle legs. Why are Connor's legs so weak? Uh, I don't know, man. Maybe, maybe too much proper 12 and not enough milk. I mean, that's, you know, that's my theory on that. Possibly. Let's see what else we got here. Awesome content, uh, Connor's Brittle Legs says. Thank you. Thank you, man. Thank you for hopping in, Connor's Brittle Legs. <clears throat> Go, man. Uh, yeah, some random dude just jumped over the fence and hugged Hamza and said, I love you, brother. And Swedish Hamza replies, who the F are you? Wow. That's freaking funny, man. Goat says, five amateur fights, uh, one and one pro ended up on wheelchair, twisting my ankle inside out, cut a nerve, no more fights with me. What, dude? Oh my God, bro. That's terrible, man. <clears throat> that's crazy, man. But bro, that's awesome experience there. Like just the fact that you stepped in the cage and, and to compete in front of a crowd. I mean, the only thing I've done in front of a crowd is like grappling, like um, wrestling tourneys when I was younger. Uh, when I used to wrestle in high school and stuff like that, um, grappling tournaments. Yeah, man, that's freaking awesome. <clears throat> that's bro. That's a, that's life experience. A cool notch on your belt. I mean, technically you're, you're a freaking fighter. That's so badass. Uh, two years in rehab. Oh my God, dude. <clears throat> freaking, um, thank God. Knock on wood. I've never had any bad injury like that. I've, uh, I've definitely broken stuff, but like a typical stupid guy, like I just didn't go to the doctor for it. <laughs> and uh, my body like healed itself so yeah i'm a freaking typical moron with stuff like that <clears throat> gold says bonner versus griffin is a freaking classic bro it it was man um connor's brittle legs says, imagine if he fought justin oh my god Con connor's brittle legs we're gonna get back to that in one second <laughs> i gotta get back to that comment but i was gonna touch on um Oh, Stefan Bonner versus, uh, what's up, Yusuf? Shout out to Yusuf. Uh, Bonner versus Griffin, bro. Like, like, so, so the story has it with that. I think there were up to like, don't quote me on this, but it was like 18 million people were like viewing it or something like that at one point. And it started off for like, I don't know, 500,000 viewers or something like that. And the, the legend has it with that fight is that they were going at it and, and, you know, the numbers just kept increasing because people were just like texting each other, calling each other like, oh, man, you got to check out this fight on Spike TV. And it just like the views as exponentially grew as the fight went on. <clears throat> it is crazy, man. That fight definitely has so much to do with the UFC uh, blowing up for sure. For sure. One sec, guys. One sec. All right. I'm back. Um, oh, yeah. I wanted to get to Connor's brittle legs comment. 
imagine if he fought Justin, bro. Let me, man. Let me tell you, Justin Gaethje got some disgusting leg kicks, and um, it's crazy because he doesn't have a Muay Thai background. He kind of just like learned on the job with like leg kicks and other techniques. He's a wrestler, and um, when you think about it, he he beat Barboza in the leg kicks. It was crazy. He was going leg kick for leg kick with uh. With uh, Barboza, I mean, that's just insane. So, I mean, Gaethje utilizing leg kicks against Connor would be, like, probably really intelligent. Definitely would help him in a stand-up battle. <clears throat> Yusuf says, uh, what do you think, bro? Hamza will be double champ? I think it's possible. I think it's possible. Um, Like, Yusuf, I'm not going to sit here and say yes for sure. But if he keeps going the way he does, I mean, we saw that he could compete at 185 and um, his wrestling is so strong. Like, damn, if you have like a deep wrestling background like that, it's so freaking beneficial in fights. And he's an expert wrestler. Um, Hamzat's a killer, but we're going to find out. We're going to find out when he fights uh, Gilbert Burns, it's going to answer so many questions for us. But I think I think he's in a pass with flying colors. I think Hamzat's going to beat Burns. Harvey says, uh, yeah, I bent the hell out of my finger, but walked it off like a dumbass. So it looks kind of weird. Oh, man. Dude, I got so many injuries like that. <clears throat> I got some deformities like on my hands, too. <laughs> like little stupid things. Uh, Connor's, Connor's brittle legs. Did you notice how Connor pumps his chest out to make himself look bigger? He's like 165 max. He wants to fight our Walter. <clears throat> Masvidal is at least 35 pounds. Has 35 pounds on him. Yeah, Connor does. I, I I see what you're saying. Like he kind of like um spreads his lats out, and um he is naturally probably like 170 pound or something like that. He definitely he definitely kind of peacocks. You know what I mean for sure for sure. Um, Jorge is a naturally bigger dude. I mean, I read Jorge goes up to like 200 pounds plus. So, but in Connor's defense. He's pretty jacked right now. I mean, he's definitely been pumping iron. Um, I don't know if that's going to help him or hurt him. It's probably going to hurt his freaking uh, cardio, you know. <clears throat> uh, Harvey says, I agree a little bit, but Connor's definitely bigger than 165. Right now, Connor's probably like 185. I mean, it, it wouldn't shock me if he was like 180, 185. I mean, shit, maybe he's 190 at five foot nine. So he's getting kind of stout, man. Um, if I had to guess, I mean, because Connor kind of hypes hypes things up. Um, I'm gonna say Connor right now is probably like 180 solid. He's looking pretty jacked. <clears throat> uh, let me see. Goat Goat says, uh, "Man, I got bored with karate when I was 16 or something. Got the belt and moved to MMA. Takes so much work. Respect all fighters. Welterweight train with." Uh, Simeon Simeon Thorinson. He um uh, he lost fought in the UFC. That name sounds familiar to me. Simone or Simeon? Simeon Thorinson. <clears throat> that name sounds familiar. I gotta look him up, goat. But uh yeah, man, I did traditional martial arts as well. I did um it was something called Jukido. It was like a mixture of uh judo, karate, and uh jujitsu when I was a kid. And that was like a short stint, but um, I got definitely got some things out of it, you know, some throws and stuff like that. And then I transitioned to wrestling in high school, and then after that, um, 
you know, like regular athletics, like basketball, stuff like that, baseball. <clears throat> and then like around in my early 20s, um, I started training mixed martial arts. And I did that for like a long time. Freaking, freaking long time. <clears throat> it's a grind, man. It's It's a grind, like... You know, anybody that trains or like, of course, fighters like, I mean, you get you get hurt like every week. It's so true. Like when they say like they go into fights injured, like that's 100 percent true. Like if you train or you compete, um, you're hurt all the time. I mean, you got like soreness, sprains, um, bruised bones, like, I mean, <laughs> different tweaks throughout your body. It's crazy. <clears throat> Harvey says, uh, Connor wants to fight at middleweight in the future. So he's definitely going to have to get around 195 plus, which is crazy. Yeah, man. I don't, that's, that, I don't even know if that's good for him, bro. Like I think middleweight's too, I think it's, they're too big at middleweight for him. I, I don't think his frame, I mean, welterweight is probably like, to me, that's like the max for him. I think if he's going to move up and wait, like let it be Walter, I think his frame could support Walter, but I just see him kind of blowing up too much from middle and he's going to gas out, you know, he's going to kind of, um, take away what makes him a great fighter. Like his speed, his reaction time with the extra bulk, you know, but I mean, it, it's, you know, arguably, you know, he could put muscle on and be more explosive. That could happen as well, but it really depends how you train the muscle. I mean, I would think he's just going to try to, you know, um, bulk his body up you know he's 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 gonna be so focused on you know not developing you know fast twitch or like explosive muscle he's just gonna be worried about putting the muscle on so he's gonna be eating his butt off and lifting heavy and um it's not conducive to martial arts and mma to just do compound lifts like that and just try to put the weight on and i think it's gonna it's gonna hurt him it's gonna hurt him i mean i i wouldn't want to see him at 185 i don't think it's good for him I mean, what do you guys think? Uh, the rest of you guys in the um, in the chat. <clears throat> uh, Harvey says, Br- <laughs> "Brittle legs." Absolutely agree. Gets destroyed at one eighty five. Yeah, man, it's it's not good. It's not good. It is not good. Goat says, "Weight cuts are the worst." I was the in betweener type of dude. <clears throat> that sucks, man. Um, I did like a mini weight cut at a grappling event. Uh, like right on the spot, they gave me like an hour to like lose a few pounds. Um, I forgot how many pounds it was, but yeah, uh, I had a put a bunch of clothes on, was jumping rope, <laughs> spitting in a cup. <clears throat> they gave me gum. <clears throat> That's a little trick for weight cutting, uh, chewing bubble gum and spitting on his brittle legs. Since Connor want to bulk up, put him in there uh, with Sean Brady. Kamen says, do you think Lesnar was on roids his whole life, especially his first MMA run? I don't know, man. I mean, I definitely think Brock took something. I hate to, like, dirty his name up, but I think Brock definitely took something. I don't think he failed any tests, but he's one of those weird, like, okay, so, like, Brock's like a genetic freak to begin with, right? But on top of being a genetic freak, this dude probably took some extra stuff which made him into like some whole other mutant and that's what i think happened to brock like brock brock would be big period you know whether he was on peds or not i mean that's that's a giant dude um 
looking at some of his college photos, Jesus, like if you look up uh, Brock when he was like a teenager, he's like as big as grown men. <laughs> you know, it's crazy. <clears throat> uh, let me see. Uh, do you think less? Oh, I already read that. Connor's a two round fighter. If he can't knock the person out uh, with a chin, he loses 100%. I got to um, I'm going to touch on that in one second. Give me one second, guys. All right. Um, touching on um, Conor McGregor being a, a two-round fighter. Yeah, man. I mean, he could go, he could go to distance. He's proven that. He's won like five rounds, I think, with Nate. Um, he's definitely been in uh, knockdown dragout fights. But his effectiveness, in my humble opinion, does drop after the second round. Especially if you make that dude grapple. Especially. Um, I mean, everybody kind of knows that's the blueprint to beat Connor. You know, you gotta you gotta get him gassed out. You know, I I think he has. I think he trains hard. I really do. I think he trains hard. I think he doesn't have a necessarily terrible gas tank like that overall. But like, if he's striking all day, he's fine. But I just I don't know. I don't think he's conditioned for grappling. You know, I don't know if he got late into the game with like wrestling and grappling, but his body just doesn't respond well to grappling. It's a different thing, you know. Um, <clears throat> this is a hundred percent fact, and uh, anybody that has trained or any fighters in the room, there's striking cardio and there's grappling cardio. It doesn't make sense. I mean, you would think, oh, if I got great cardio for striking, I could strike all day. That means I could grapple all day. I, I swear to you, that is not the case. <laughs> that is not the case. <clears throat> Another thing, you know, it's vice versa. It's the same thing. You could be like super conditioning for grappling and wrestling, but if you're not conditioned for striking cardio, it's just like a different thing. Like like the the broken rhythm of striking tires you out in a different way than than the constant force, the pushing and pulling of grappling, and the the explosions in, in grappling. <clears throat> like, and it's like. Here's another thing. This is the honest to God truth. <clears throat> you could like run triathlons. You could be a super long distance runner, you know, be this crazy cyclist. But if if you don't grapple, if you don't uh, strike and you step into like a training session, MMA, whatever, um, you're going to gas out. You're going to gas out like you'll start from like a great base. You know, you won't gas out like somebody off the street who does nothing, but you will gas out. And that's like with the whole thing with um, Connor versus Floyd. And I'm going on another tangent. <clears throat> but I remember like guys saying that Floyd is the like such a way better conditioned athlete than Connor. And I'm like, mm, I don't I don't think so. I mean, if we're talking straight boxing, of course, because that's Floyd's world. I mean, you know, he's conditioned to box forever. But half Floyd Mayweather grapple for two minutes. He'll be dead. Like completely dead in the water, I guarantee you, guarantee you, completely gassed out. It's just a completely different thing. Uh, MMA to me is way more taxing than like straight boxing. Uh, let me see. How do you how do you see Connor doing against Brady? Uh, to be honest, bro, I'm not that deeply familiar with Sean Brady's career um, or his fights. I will have to get back to you on that. I know who it is, but um. I can't give like a solid answer on that. Uh, Harvey says Brock was on jet fuel. 
Gold says, man, we had no MMA schools back then. Now, dude, like Jack Hermanson literally owns four-story MMA gyms. Wow. In Oslo, they're everywhere. I had to take three buses and shit long ago. Whoa. That's so cool. Harry says, Connors and Gaston reason fights. I don't know what people are seeing. Yes, he slows down, but he didn't look done versus Habib and then went past the third. True. True. Those are some facts right there. Those are some facts. Hema says, Brock Lesnar looks like um, how his name sounds. I know, right? He got that Viking name. <clears throat> Harvey says, when you're not a grappler and you're a gas, it feels like there's literally nothing you can do when someone into grappling gets a hold of you. <clears throat> That's so true, man. <clears throat> it's a very uncomfortable, terrible feeling. Um, That's another part of like um conditioning. It's like a mental conditioning too. Like there's a quote, you know, and I've said it on the channel before. I'm sure you guys have heard it, but like fatigue makes cowards of men. It's so true. Like everything goes out the window. Like when you're gassed out and tired, you just want to quit. You just want to get out of there. You know, um, <laughs> you just forget everything you've ever learned. And you're just worried about like you just you're just dying. You're just huffing and puffing. Um, your lungs are burning. Your body feels like death. Yeah, man, it's it's very uncomfortable. And like that alone right there makes people tap, you know, um, even like it's crazy. Like sometimes you see like inexperienced grapplers tap from like certain chokes um, and positions that you kind of scratch your head, like why they tap to that. But unless if you're in that position, um, you know, um, you know, you just you don't know what it feels like. But when you got a guy like let's say a guy's on top of you and he's crushing you like. He's in your guard. He's like, you know, putting a can opener on you. You can't breathe properly. Your neck is killing you. Um, and just, just, just like smothering you and crushing you. And like, if you apply like a sub, like a, like a guillotine choke or some, or something on somebody, you have it on you. You're not that experienced with like that feeling. It's like a very claustrophobic feeling. And that alone right there, like it, it, it's like a mental training. Like the more you grapple, the more you get used to that. And, you know, that's why, like, when you have, like, trained guys versus, like, non-trained people, like, on the street, I mean, it's, it's so unfair. There's so many aspects to, like, uh, train individuals, like, like experience, uh, remaining calm in certain positions. It's just completely unfair to, like, uh, beat people up that are not trained. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, let me see. Connor's Rose. I want to see if Connor has the dog in him, like, Tony. Uh, Connor can go to war with any fighter for three or five rounds. <clears throat> I don't know. I'll tell you what. Uh, Poirier got the dog. Poirier got the dog in him. Chandler got the dog in him. Uh, who else? We just saw Oliveira just develop the, the dog. You know, he got dropped by Chandler in that first round. It, it looked like he was going to get finished. And what does Oliveira do? Dude doesn't even come out trying to grapple. He literally comes out guns blazing again. I mean, super props to Oliveira, like balls of steel. And he winds up knocking Chandler out. That was like the most epic way to win the belt. I remember jumping up like, holy shit, I was so happy for him. That was like, like a boss moment, you know? But, uh, I mean, we saw Connor. I tell you what, I give Connor respect. I mean, we kind of saw the dog come out of him against Nate Diaz. I think in the second fight when it went to like five rounds. And, um, yeah, I mean, no disrespect to Connor, but like sometimes in his fights, like you kind of see him wilting a little bit, right? 
the same thing used to happen to BJ Penn. You know, Connor kind of reminds me of BJ Penn in in respect of like if they're in control of the fight, if they're dominating, they're you see like their confidence is like a glow about them. And then if things don't go like really well for them and they start losing the edge in a fight, I, I feel like they start like wilting, wilting. So, but you got like rally back guys like Gaethje's a rally back guy. Poirier is like one of the best examples of like a rally back guy. Poirier's the man. That's that's gonna be such a great fight. <clears throat> Poirier versus Oliveira. Harvey says Charles got the dog in him and showed. Uh, versus Mike and people are still doubting him. Yeah, man, I like Dubronx. Charles Oliveira is awesome. <clears throat> How's the champ seem like the dark horse of the, horse of the division? <laughs> I know, right? It's got that vibe. Chandler couldn't even finish, uh, couldn't even take down Justin and proves Habib is special. Any fighter looks good against Nate. <laughs> Man, people are brutal with Nate online. I, I read some crazy comments. People call Nate um, craziness, saying he's a punching bag with eyeballs. I'm like, damn, I, would, <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. But uh, some of these guys are brutal online. <clears throat> Nate has to be reaching the end of his career, definitely. He's taking so much damage. Um, oh, going back to the comment about Habib, yeah, I mean, there's no doubt. Like Habib's grappling is it's ridiculous. What he what he did to Gaethje was nuts. Like I'll be honest with you guys, true, uh, full transparency, and I don't feel that bad about it because a lot of people felt this way, even like professional fighters. You know, elites and stuff. People thought that Gaethje had the style to give Habib fits. And in many ways, he does. But Habib just, he just imposed his will. I mean, his game is so strong. He just imposed his will and just grinded Gaethje out. Like, that shit was so impressive. Connor says, Nick, Nick is a way better striker than Nate. I agree with that. I've always said that, bro. I, I feel like Nick is just a better fighter, period, than Nate. He's just a better version of Nate. His boxing is sick. He just looks so much so much slower against Lawler. It really sucked to see Nick like that. But I hope if he comes back, you know, it was a good sign. He wanted to fight um who the hell he wanted to step in against? I'm having a brain uh lapse right now. He wanted to step in for somebody. Oh, I think he wanted to fight Leon Edwards. And yeah, the fight probably wouldn't have been good for him, but it's a good sign for the fans that Nick wants to fight again. You know, he's not crawling into a hole, you know, like sulking, like, oh man, I lost to Lawler. Um, no, he wants, you know, he wants to fight. That means he still kind of got that fire. He wants to get redemption. So um, that's pretty cool. I want to see Nick come back at 170 in shape to see what he could do. <clears throat> Harvey says, I think Nick is arguably a top 10 welterweight in MMA history. Facts, dude. 100% agree with you. 100%. Goat says, uh, ADFC is where I pop my leg, kicking a dude's elbow. Oh, no, dude. I'll try and find a footage, man. Would be cool to show me in the cage like that damn chicks loved it back then. That's hilarious, bro. And hell, yes, they do. Yeah, man. I would love to see it, bro. If you find footage and stuff, um... You know, send it to me, uh, message me. I mean, you could do it with the email or whichever way, like on the channel. And uh, yeah, bro, I would love to. I would love to see some footage. That'd be sick. 
I love learning about you guys and seeing a little bit into, you know, your, your personal lives and stuff like that. It's crazy because I just know you guys to like YouTube handles, but like it's it's crazy how you could like start reading personalities like via comments and text. The more you interact with people. Um and uh yeah, I feel like I I I know I know you guys on some level. It's not like we're strangers, you know what I mean? So the more I learn about you guys, it's kind of cool. Um, I try to share a little bit, a little bit about myself, like here and there. Uh, Adelaide Bird, what's up, Adelaide? How y'all been doing? We've been doing all right. We've been here. Um, spent about an hour. I, I probably got to wrap it up. I have to wake up early. I got um quite a few things I got to do tomorrow, like early in the day. Um, nephew and niece are gonna come over. We're gonna do like Christmas stuff tomorrow, like watch movies, the the whole wholesome stuff. We're gonna take them out somewhere me and my girl and um yeah it should be a good day i know there's some fights tomorrow uh, i'm not sure if i can hop on i'll try because the kids are going to be over and they're going to spend the night and stuff like that so but i'll try guys but guys um adelaide i'm so sorry i've been on here for like an hour i'm, I'm just going to get off now but um i want to thank all you guys for hopping on the live as usual you guys are the best um, you guys have a nice uh, day or night wherever you're at. As I always say, um, take care of yourselves, be safe, and I will catch you guys on the next one. All right, later, guys. Hey, my man, Mixed Martial Aliens in. Hello, guys. One more thing, go check out Mixed Martial Alien. That's my boy Damien. Give him a sub, show him that love. Now I'm out of here. Later, guys. <laughs>